Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Dan Kelly is the president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, small business community in this country. And as I keep telling you, and as you know, before the pandemic, over 8 million Canadians worked for and in the small business sector. So they were the number one employers. And you'd think that they would be the number one focus of the federal government. I'm not suggesting that other uh, areas shouldn't be focused on, but uh, they struggled. The small business community struggled, as you know, because we talked to Mr. Kelly regularly over the last two years. So, Dan, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much for taking the time. What's the bottom line assessment of what this budget did for the small business community and what it left out? Well, look, there were a couple of positive things in the budget. There was uh, an important change that we've been after for for some years on the small business corporate tax side. There was, uh, right prior to the budget, a, a really positive announcement with respect to an expansion of the temporary foreign worker program to address the shortage of workers. But Roy, the, my lasting impression after studying the budget for a full day on Thursday was, was one of real disappointment. Uh, you know, we're wrapping up all the COVID support programs, and I'm I'm glad. I mean, I, I do think it. You know, we do want to get these these support programs behind us, but the government has really cut even the the trickle of support for new hires that was out there. And more than anything, there's a ramp up of spending, like you wouldn't believe. Uh, well, you of, of all people would believe it, Roy. I know that, but uh, spending has just gone up in almost every area of government. Uh, deficits, as far as the eye can see. And uh, I can tell you, it. I, I really worry about you know the bill coming very soon to Canadians and Canadian small business owners to pay for the giant expansion in social programs we've just announced. Yeah, well, we have a trillion dollars in national debt. The provinces carry debt. Individual Canadians, I know people get weary of this, but individual Canadians told Ipsos that they're within $200 from not being able to pay their bills at the end of the month. This is a major uh, issue, the indebtedness issue, on, on a national scale. So how, keeping that in mind, Dan, how significantly difficult is it for your members in the small business community in April of 2022? What's the situation like? Yeah, look, I, I, I will say, and you and I have spoken, you've touched base with me dozens and dozens of times over the pandemic on this very front. Uh, there is some optimism out there right now. As COVID restrictions have been lifted in most provinces, uh, that has meant that more businesses are starting to win back some customers and some income, which is really, really good. good. But the damage remains significant. We, you know, There's the federal debt and the provincial debt that we spoke of, but the average small firm we've spoken about before is $160,000 in COVID debt, additional new debt, that they've taken on just to survive the past two years. There was no relief on that. Cost increases on almost every line. And, and making the matter worse is tax increases. Uh, there, you know, We all saw the carbon tax increase that just went in on April 1st uh, in many of the provinces listening today. We also have liquor tax increases. We have a CPP and an employment insurance increase for the beginning of next year. 
this is putting pressure on small businesses' budgets at a very, very bad time. How does the government explain this to you when you as the CFIB talk to them and you approach them and you tell them what you require? Because I imagine this $160,000 per business additional debt that the these small businesses have because of COVID, that represents a huge, a huge uh, debt load for them. So what does government say to you when you say to them, here's the situation, We here's what we do. So please provide us relief that we require, that we've asked for, like, well, reducing credit card fees. You've been after that for a long time. That's one of them. And also then the EI and, and the carbon tax. What do they say to you? Well, look, they talk about the other priorities that the government has to, ba- you know, to, to balance all of the many competing needs in the economy and, and, and in society. I certainly get that. They also talk about the fact that there were a lot of programs designed for business during the pandemic, and that's also true. There were many helpful programs for many small firms uh, with, <laughs> unfortunately, as we know, uh, tons that slipped through the cracks. What they don't respond to, though, is the need for ongoing help to deal with some of the affordability challenges. I think there's, I think more and more people are understanding that there's an affordability challenge for Canadians in general. Certainly that's true in the housing side. Uh, but there's a major affordability challenge for small business owners with cost increases on almost every line of their budget. The federal government hasn't had a good response to that. In fact, the, the piece that I, as you rightly just said, on the, on the banking and credit card side, Ottawa found the time to jack up taxes on banks, which I suspect will be very soon passed along to us, oh, us yeah. Canadians, because um, bankers aren't normally the type that said, oh, I just lost a half a billion dollars. Oh, well, let's just move on. Typically, that's going to find its way back in terms of higher banking fees. But but the other thing is that Ottawa didn't, despite an election promise from the Liberals in 2019, despite a budget promise in 2021, there was no progress in 2022 in lowering credit card processing fees, which the government promised to do. So that this is just in terms of setting priorities. More money for Ottawa was trumped, it seemed, uh, providing uh, needed relief to business owners, both that would have come from the banking sector. You told me, oh, a year ago, maybe longer, that a quarter of a million small businesses in this country were in really serious trouble. I imagine most of those businesses still need help. Again, we're looking at $160,000 of debt, COVID-related debt per business on average. Um, how much difficulty are, and these are those, these are the, these are the, uh, bedrock businesses in small communities, large communities too, but smaller communities definitely across the country. Um, how many of them are in trouble now today? I mean, I, you said, you know, there, there's some, um, some light on the horizon, if you will, but how many are in, still in trouble then? Uh, sadly, that number hasn't gone down. We're still estimating that there, there could be $180,000 at, at significant risk of permanent closure. That's either wind up, bankruptcy, um, or the retirement of the business owner. Um, that could rise as high as two and a half, uh, sorry, a quarter of a million businesses. Our, our upper estimate was 250000 But all of that depends on what happens over the next couple of months. Many businesses have been on life support for for some months. They haven't had a normal month of sales in in two years. And they're waiting to see what happens as we come out of COVID. Now, with the BA2 wave going on right now, uh, it's not that that's led to additional government restrictions, thank God. But it has meant that many Canadians are, are, are understandably staying close to home, not going out as much as they might otherwise. They're, you know, the economy's not, you know, the, the headline economic numbers, Roy, are good, 
But that there are horror story after horror story when it breaks down to the retail, hospitality, service sector, arts and entertainment. Those sectors are really still struggling. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 